بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد وعن النعمان بن بشير رضي الله تعالى عنهما قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إن الحلال بين وإن الحرام بين وبينهما مشتبهات لا يعلمهن كثير من الناس فمن اتقى الشبهات استبرأ لدينه وعرضه ومن وقع في الشبهات وقع في الحرام كالراعي يرى حول الحما يشك أن يرتع فيه ألا وإن لكل ملك حما ألا وإن حما الله محارمه ألا وإن في الجسد لمضغة إذا صلحت صلح الجسد كله وإذا فسدت فسد الجسد كله ألا وهي القلب متفق عليه This hadith we began the discussion yesterday as we mentioned, this is a very, very fundamental hadith, very pivotal in the sense that many ulama of the opinion that it comprises one-third of deen. Imam Abu Dawood rahmatullah used to say that this hadith is one of four ahadith that if we practice upon it, then it becomes sufficient for our dunya and akhirat. So in the light of that, obviously, the meaning of the hadith will be very, very voluminous, in-depth, as it constitutes something that is fundamental for us to grasp and understand. Interestingly, Imam Nawi, rahimahullah, has brought this hadith under the chapter, Al-Wara' wa Tarki Shubuhat. The hadith, the chapter which deals with piety or abstention and staying away from those things which are doubtful. Nu'man bin Bashir radiallahu ta'ala anhuma narrates, he says that I heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, Innal halala bayinun, those things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made halal permissible are absolutely clear. Ulama ikram mentioned things like pure food, kulu min al-tayyibat, Allah ta'ala says eat of that which is pure, pure food, pure vegetables, pure fruit, Halal animals, pure drinks, likewise clothing of cotton, wool, etc. Nikah is halal, earning from haram, halal sources, etc. These things are absolutely clear. Most of us can understand them. Rasulullah said, likewise things which are forbidden also are absolutely clear. That which is totally, completely haram, no one doubts that. For example, pork, urine, stools, flowing blood, carrion, liquor, fornication, riba. These things, theft, impermissible speech, impermissible actions, inna al-harama bayin. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa said, that which Allah has forbidden is absolutely clear. Where the problem comes about, وَبَيْنَهُمَا مُشْتَبِهَاتِ between this, one side halal, which is clear, the other side haram, which is clear. In between the two is what we call mushtabihat, the doubtful things. La ya'lamuhunna kathiru minan nas. Rasulullah said, many of the people don't know this. What they don't know, they don't know whether this is permissible or whether it is impermissible. It is in so what we may term in crude terms to be a grey area. With regards to this, Ulama Ikram mentioned 
that Rasulullah interestingly didn't say la ya'lamuhunna nas he didn't say all the people don't know he said la ya'lamuhunna kathirum minanna many people don't know because if you say that all the people don't know what does this mean this will mean that na'uzu billah thumma na'uzu billah Rasulullah left certain things incomplete however Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Qur'an tells us, وَنَزَّلْنَا عَلَيْكَ الْكِتَابِ تِبِيَانًا لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ Allah says, we revealed upon you Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the kitab, this Qur'an, تِبِيَانًا لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ which there is clarity for everything, there is no grey area in shariat or deen. Elsewhere in the Qur'an, Allah ta'ala says, يُبَيِّنُ اللَّهُ لَكُمْ أَن تَظِلُّوا وَاللَّهُ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ عَلِيمٍ Allah has made bayan, Allah has revealed for you everything. So that antadillu, you do not go astray. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has complete knowledge of everything. Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anma used to say, وَمَا قُبِدَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ حَتَّى أُكْمِلَ لَهُ وَلِأُمَّتِهِ الدِّينِ Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was not taken away from this world. His wafat and his demise did not occur until for him and for his ummah, deen had not been completed. The latter part of the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the seal was placed. Al-yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati wa raditu lakum al-islam adina. Allah said on this day, akmaltu lakum deenakum. Your deen has been completed, made reach kamal, perfection. My ni'mat, my bounty upon you was completed and I have preferred for you Islam, that is Islam as your way of life, as your religion. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ghaliban after that on that occasion he said taraktukum ala bayda'a naqiyya layluha kanahariha la yazigu anha illa halik he said I'm leaving you behind on a clear absolutely clear road there's no doubt there's no ambiguity there's no question mark na'uzubillah that can be raised against Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bayda'a naqiyya absolutely clear white this hadith is ajib, or this analogy is absolutely ajib, which Rasulullah gives. Sometimes things are absolutely clear, but when it becomes dark, when there's no light, then even that which is clear becomes murky. Even that which is absolutely blatant becomes doubtful. Why? Because of the darkness. Yet Rasulullah says, What I am leaving behind for my ummah. Leiluha kanahariha. He said the night is like daytime. Even in the darkness there is no ambiguity. Even in the darkness there is no doubt. La anha illa halik. Only the one who is, whose damnation is determined will go astray. Otherwise what I am leaving behind is absolutely clear. So Allah's Rasul gave us a kamil, mukammal, complete shariat. Halal was made known absolutely clear. Haram was made known absolutely clear. In between these two, Allah's Rasul is saying there are doubtful things which not everyone doesn't know. Many will not know. But there will always be وَالرَّاسِخُونَ fil ilm. Those who have rusukh, those who have complete depth in their knowledge, they will be able to use the Qur'an, use the ahadith, use what, we use what we call a process of applying their minds, keeping Qur'an and Hadith in front, and they will extract clarity for the ummah based on Qur'an and Hadith, 
in this so-called grey area that will arise. Bainahuma mushtabihat, doubtful will come about. Now how do how does doubtful things come about? We find that in certain aspects of Shariat, certain commands were revealed because of circumstances. And then later on, Allah Ta'ala made those commands mansukh. They became abrogated because the circumstances changed. Now, because we are talking about a period 14 centuries ago, constantly Allah was moving. So not everyone came to know when the command was revealed and when the command was abrogated. So some doubt occurred. There were those that had the knowledge, there were those that didn't have the knowledge. Likewise, the movement of time, certain new things get introduced. Classical example, if you take in this day and age, things like cigarettes, smoking. Now, obviously, this was not day in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Is it permissible? Is it not permissible? Question arises. Is it halal? Is it haram? Amongst there are those ulama that have given permissibility. There are those ulama that have said that it is haram, it is because it is something that harms you. Now, you are in a quandary, which way to go? We have kamil, complete shariat in front of us. Hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi He said that which is halal is clear. That which is haram is absolutely clear. Now, this has fallen into a grey area, Bainahuma Mushtabahat. So what which many people will not do. So what what is the formula that Rasulullah gave us? He said when you come across something which is doubtful, the one who will abstain from even the doubtful, the one who will abstain from even the doubtful, wa irdihi. As a result of that, Allah will protect his deen also and Allah will protect his izzat and his honor also. Daily we face this challenge. Sometimes when it comes to food, is it halal, is it haram? Is it permissible, is it impermissible? We, all, we face that in our daily masail, in our dressing. Things when it comes to clothing, when it comes to our environment, this issue of photography, many, many things scientific advancements occur as a result with regards to which there is an absolute clarity there is an absolute clarity they will fall into what we call this grey area so what is the guideline that is given to us the guideline that is given to us is if it is doubtful when it comes to your deen and your iman for your protection and the protection of your deen and the protection of your own izzat and honor Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa gave us his guideline, stay away from that which is doubtful. Stay away from that which is doubtful. وَمَنْ وَقَعَ فِي الشُّبُهَاتِ Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said that the one who will get involved or will lean towards that which is doubtful. If a person gets involved in that which is doubtful, he opens a certain door. What is that door? وَقَعَ فِي الْحَرَامِ Eventually he will get involved in haram. Having this attitude of what we call open-mindedness to a very extreme level, having this attitude of levity, having this atti- lax attitude towards aspects of deen, no, it's okay, chala karaj like we say, it's okay, it's alright. This opens the door, what? 
Today it is doubtful things you are doing. Tomorrow it will be Allah protect us, haram things that you will get involved in. If you stay away from the doubtful, then you will be very far away from that which is haram. However, if you have a lenient attitude, the one who will get involved in that which is doubtful, Rasulullah said eventually he will get involved in haram, that which is totally forbidden. And then more mushfiq, more kind, more compassionate a master and teacher than Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, impossible to find. So Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gives us an example. Understand, when we say gives us an example, who are the mukhatabin awaleen? Who, who is he first addressing? He's addressing the sahaba and addressing them 14 centuries ago. So he would give examples that they could easily relate to, that were relatable to them. Their background was what? They were shepherds, many of them. They had sheep, camels, etc. So Rasulullah Sallallahu gives an example that is relevant to them. He says, Karra'i yar'a hawlal hima yushiku an yarta'afi He said, like a shepherd, this ground where you will graze your animals where no one has a problem. It's open, accessible to everyone. Then there are always pieces of land where even in those days they had what they used to call sanctuaries established. In other words, this is a no-go land, belongs to somebody, it's fenced off. Or it's a sanctuary or everyone knows that there's something harmful here. Animals should not be taken to this particular piece of ground. It's cut off, it's separate. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says that a shepherd who will take or allow his sheep to graze very close to a sanctuary. Then what will happen? Animals inadvertently, what will happen? Allah's Rasul said, Yushiku an Eventually, one or two of those sheep will actually go into that sanctuary. Will go into where there is something harmful for them. The sanctuary in this example is haram. The area close to that is the doubtful. So Allah's Rasul says, If you allow as a shepherd your animals to graze, in an area which is doubtful, in other words, close to something harmful, eventually they will get into harm's way. So he said, like a shepherd that grazes very close to a sanctuary, eventually the animals will go into the sanctuary. And then he said, listen, Allah wa inna likulli malikin himan. Every king has a sanctuary, has a forbidden area, has a boundary which he has laid down. Allah Allah's sanctuary is that which Allah has made haram upon you. So if you get into doubtful, go close to that, eventually you will transgress the boundaries. So this is the example which Rasulullah gives to illustrate that. The hadith goes on, we've run out of time, inshallah, we'll continue.